0: Hello, my name is Charles Johnson, and this is the Alabama Entrepreneur Podcast, Alabama entrepreneurs telling their stories, giving us a better understanding of the small business experience. Today, I'm talking with Dana Larkins, owner of Grady Smith Consulting. Grady Smith Consulting. Move to a higher level of success. Personal achievement strategies to enable change, unlock potential, and connect you with your goals. To learn more, visit gradysmithconsulting.com. Dana, let's get to know more about you with some quick Q&As. Here are the facts. What is the name of your business? Grady Smith Consulting. What does your business
1: provide? We provide a service to offer a solution to the problem space of goal achieving. Do you have a website? Yes, we do. GradySmithConsulting.com What services and or products do you offer? We offer a product to help individuals and businesses alike connect with their goals. We help individuals and businesses both establish a goal and teach them a process to achieve that goal.
0: Who is your ideal client?
1: Our ideal client are individuals who are looking to excel and move to the next level in terms of achievement.
0: Is your business an LLC?
1: Yes, it is. We are an LLC.
0: What did you have to do to get a business license? I had to go through
1: the process of applying and submitting the application to, to of course, establish the LLC. And
0: was that all done online?
1: I hired a consultant to process the paperwork for me. Is
0: this your first business? Yes, it is. Do you have an accountant? Yes. Did you always want to own your own business? Yes, I have. What do you consider to be a
1: successful entrepreneur? I consider a successful entrepreneur someone who is progressively realizing their dream.
0: Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Late or early? Early. Favorite food? Cheeseburger. What do you love about the great state of Alabama?
1: Oh, Alabama is full of opportunity, particularly here in Huntsville. uh, There is a lot of opportunity uh, for entrepreneurs.
0: What do you want to be remembered for?
1: i like to be remembered for providing a service that has changed the lives of individuals.
0: And do you love being an entrepreneur?
1: I do. I absolutely love it.
0: All right. Well, there you have it. Dana Larkins Facts. All right. Now, Dana, I always like to ask about a specific customer service experience that you have received from a small business. Will you share that experience with us? Townhouse Galleries. I've gone there to uh,
1: pursue furnishings for my home. And the thing I like about Townhouse is they took the time to personalize my experience. They treated me like a person, an individual. From a private consultation out at my home, took measurements, walked the home to provide a personalized recommendation for furnishings for all areas of the house. And because of that, I decided to have Townhouse furnish the entire home.
0: Okay, and they went that extra mile
1: to make sure that you
0: were taken care of.
1: Yes, sir, The, the, the extra mile, the personalized experience really left an impression upon me.
0: All right, there you have it. Dana's extraordinary customer service experience from a small business. And Dana, who inspired you to become an entrepreneur?
1: My inspiration for going into the business of of personal development and mindset coaching comes directly from my mentor, Mr. Bob Proctor.
0: And have you met Bob Proctor? Yes. What was that like when you met him and you knew that he could be a mentor for you?
1: It was an experience. It was an experience, a life-changing experience. One I wasn't probably fully prepared for. I definitely got more out of that than I initially thought I would. It it was definitely an experience that put me on a trajectory of where I am now. Why did you end up meeting
0: Bob Proctor?
1: I would say fate. I don't necessarily believe in coincidences, but prior to meeting uh, Mr. Proctor, I had started my journey into personal development doing self-study and as I continued down that path I eventually uh, came across uh, Mr. Bob Proctor and his material and it really resonated with me it really resonated with me and then that of course led to uh, me enrolling for Mr. Proctor to be my mentor.
0: Now there's people out there that may not be familiar with Bob Proctor but Bob Proctor really is famous in personal development.
1: Absolutely correct. Bob Proctor is considered a pioneer in the field of personal development. Uh, He was one of the contributors to the movie The Secret, Uh, and he's also a New York Times bestselling author of the book You Were Born Rich.
0: And he passed away earlier this year. That's correct, earlier this year, February of this year. Okay, and I know that's kind of hard when when you have someone that means so much to you, Uh, but he had such an amazing life such an amazing life and left such a legacy. The name Grady Smith Consulting, how did you come up with that? So Grady Smith
1: is a family name. It's both maiden names of each of my
0: grandmothers. Okay, that's fantastic. And it's nice whenever you can try to figure out why someone comes up with the name that they do. So anyways, I, I love that. What is your background?
1: So my background is engineering, aerospace engineering. I completed my aerospace degree from Emory-Riddle Aeronautical University at the Daytona Beach Campus. And uh, after graduation, I went into the engineering industry uh, working for a a major defense firm, moved from the East Coast uh, out to the West Coast to the Seattle area. Uh, and Then eventually made my way back here to Huntsville uh, again my employer as as an engineer
0: you are currently employed with that company here in huntsville but you are going to start doing this new business full-time eventually why have you decided to change such an incredible career with this company now starting a small business moving forward in that path yes good question so as you mentioned uh, i am in a
1: transition Uh, from my career as an engineer to uh, Grady Smith consulting, personal development coaching full time. Uh, And the reason is simply because of the experience I had uh, with my mentor, how personal development changed my life, the improvements I was able to make both in my career and in my personal life outside of the office. Uh, It really resonated with me and I figured I cannot be the only person that can benefit from personal development and principles of achievement.
0: Now, while you're working at another job and finishing up your projects, it can be difficult trying to run a small business and keep that business continuing to go further and further down the road. How have you found the right tools to, to be able to do that? It takes a lot of planning.
1: As you mentioned at the moment, I am burning the candle on both ends. Uh, It it takes a lot of time, but having a vision allows me to endure. My vision, my purpose, I feel this is my purpose. And some of the tools I use are definitely being organized and having my days planned and (laughs) very well organized.
0: Can you kind of take us through your day, Mm -hmm. exactly what you do throughout the day, a typical day for you? So a typical
1: day, I start my mornings with some self-study a good cup of coffee and and self-study. At the moment, I'm reading a really good book called Hidden Power, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by uh, James K. Van Fleet. And I'll typically read in the mornings for about two, two and a half hours, starting my day at around 4 a.m. I'm usually up early around 4 a.m. And then after that, I'll uh, get ready for the day. And then I'm off to my job in the engineering industry. Then when I'm home in the evenings, uh, it's back to work on the business. I dive back into action items that I need to complete for the business, and then of course uh, some more some more self study. I feel the the study is important. It's a it's a direct way for me to continue to add value to clients to ensure that I remain sharp, and I am passing along our personal experiences to clients.
0: How many hours a day would you say that you work with both jobs combined? I would say about uh, fourteen to sixteen hours, and of course you love both of them Mm -hmm. it's just that this new business really gives you a lot of energy
1: it does it does it it gives me a lot of energy i'm very excited about it Uh, excited about the growth Uh, but a typical day is is 14 uh, to 16 hours of course with with breaks in between
0: there are different consultants that can help people with health and wellness uh, helping make your mind clear What exactly is your focus and what makes your business unique? So my focus
1: is on overcoming subconscious limitations, helping individuals understand that all of our limitations are self-imposed. And we have something called a paradigm. And a paradigm is basically a collection of all of our habits and our belief systems. And through those habits and belief systems, that influences our behaviors and our behaviors produce the life that we have. So addressing subconscious limitations is the root cause of both present results and the key to unlocking the door to your future results.
0: What kind of revenue streams do you have for this business?
1: Right now, our revenue stream is in between the
0: eight to 10,000 per month. And the revenue stream, where do you get that from? What is it specifically from? It's at the moment
1: is specifically from uh, individual clients, all referrals and word of mouth.
0: How are you marketing this business to find the right clientele?
1: Right now we're all word of mouth, all word of mouth, as well as networking in the community. Uh, All clientele presently has, has found their way to Grady Smith via either referrals or uh, through networking.
0: You will eventually have contractors and employees. That's your goal. Yes,
1: absolutely. So, so the plan is growth. And with Grady-Smith, the plan is both to expand uh, employee-wise, staff-wise, to have uh, both the support personnel as well as additional coaches uh, like myself. And the process at the moment is uh, consulting uh, with my um, tax and accountant. Uh, to make sure we take the uh, proper approach to benefit both the employees as well as uh, the business itself, so we can establish the proper foundation for growth.
0: Now, moving on to your website, uh, you've already made some changes to it, and people are always tweaking and trying to make things a little bit better. But how did you decide on a format for your website and a company to do the website? Several interviews with website
1: designers before I found the right match, before I I was able to connect with someone that understood the vision, understood the purpose of the company to help craft that online presence.
0: Now you have a newsletter that you can sign up for. That seems like that would be very time consuming. Are you a writer? I am not a writer.
1: However, I do enjoy doing the newsletter. So in a way, I guess it's turning me into a writer. That seems like that would take a lot of time. It's very time consuming. In a good way, though, in in a good way. The newsletters do come out once a week, uh, every Wednesdays. And, of course, you can sign up for the newsletter on the website. I would say roughly about four to five days go into each newsletter. The newsletters are very purposefully thought out, crafted. And I want the subject matter to not only be something that the audience can relate to, but I want the content to also be something that people can take away and begin to apply right away, immediately.
0: What would you say has been the most challenging part of starting this business?
1: Overcoming my own self-imposed limitations, I would say have, have been the biggest challenge. Overcoming the fear of being a new entrepreneur with no prior experience as an entrepreneur and overcoming those roadblocks that we unconsciously put in place for ourselves simply out of fear, fear of the unknown. Uh, So with this being new territory for me, there were a lot of uh, self-imposed limitations and barriers that I needed to overcome both as a person and as a
0: uh, professional. What do you wish you had more of a skill of that would be helpful being an entrepreneur?
1: I would say a Skill that I would like to expand upon would be networking. I feel like right now that's very, it's been very critical to the success of the business as well as enjoyable uh, to expand your network. But I would say uh, networking. What advice
0: would you give to others wanting to open up a small business?
1: I would say go for it. I would say do not allow yourself to be subdued by the fear. Fear is natural. Fear is a part of the psychological process we go through towards goal achieving. I would say step out, uh, or as my
0: mentor once put it, uh, jump and you'll develop wings along the way. You are developing your own set of ways of doing this business, learning from your mentor, but kind of adding to it and making it better for you and the people that you're going to be helping along the way. How did you decide to do that? From my own personal experience, I would say, is
1: is the biggest driver there. Having been mentored and the the experience of having a mentor combined with the experience of applying what I was taught, uh, because prior to engaging with a mentor, prior to investing in myself, which was, I would say, the biggest breakthrough for me, a lot of it was self-study. A lot of it was me pursuing and studying other successful individuals in in business organizations to try to find that common thread of of what made them successful. And there's a difference between gathering knowledge and applying that knowledge in a way that produces results. So that is my biggest driver, bringing my personal experiences to the table and wanting to, A, help bring uh, the industry forward, Advance the industry and help other individuals understand the value and the benefit of investing in yourself and overcoming uh, our self-imposed limitations. Me with an engineering background, I have a very analytical mind by nature. So I feel if someone with such an analytical base as myself can adopt these principles and understand the value and personal development, personal growth with respect to advancing yourself in any area of your life, you know, not just only in the office towards your career, but uh, outside, of, outside of the office. And that's really where I had the biggest impact was applying these principles outside of the office in my personal life. But I feel if someone uh, with an engineering personality can adopt these principles, absolutely anybody can.
0: As you said earlier, fear is what stops people in their tracks you have a comfortable job, a 401k, you have you know, a great salary, and you're willing to give all of that up to become an entrepreneur, to do your dream. I'm just curious what your parents think about that.
1: Well, that's, that's a really good question, Charles. And my parents, of course, they want the best. You know, they, they want the best for me. Now, is that the type of decision they would have made? Probably not. Um, and they've expressed that. However, they also understand the value of being supportive in their own way. And I guess with, with their age comes wisdom. They also understand the value of being happy and pursuing your dreams and, and, and living the life uh, that that you want to live. Uh, one way I like to look at it is every day for, for the sports fans out there, every day is a Super Bowl, you know, every day,
0: you have to
1: live life on purpose.
0: You have a nephew and how old is he? Yes, my nephew's 14. 14. Mm-hmm. And you started sharing these principles that you learned from Bob Proctor when he was a little younger. Mm-hmm. And you said that kids, that they can pick up on this stuff quicker than adults. Yes. How is he doing with this principle that you have set in his life. Oh, he's doing absolutely fantastic.
1: And a, a good point, I kinda wanna pull that thread a little bit, kids do pick up on these principles a lot quicker and easier than, than adults. Kids only have to decide, whereas, you know, kids only have to decide and make up their mind. Adults, we have a lot that we have to overcome in the process of actually deciding what it is we want. Not a lot of people have pondered the question of what do I want? How do I wanna live? What do I wanna be? For a child, they are able to tap into their imagination and really, really answer that question very honestly. But adults, we filter our answer to that question through our past life experiences, through our paradigm. Uh, through what we, through our belief systems, through what we believe is and is not possible. So then we get into that space of, instead of honestly answering, what do I want out of life? How do I want to spend my time here? Now, that becomes a, a different dynamic where people answer it through the filter of, well, what do I think I can do? And honestly, those those are two separate questions that You should not try to answer at the same time. You know, there's a difference between deciding what you want. And then there's uh, the question where you focus your attention on, okay, how do I get there? So children, they don't intermingle the two. Children have a phenomenal ability of, of tapping into their imagination and not allowing fear to influence the answer or the direction that, that
0: they would like to go in. You have been doing some brainstorming sessions. How have those been going?
1: Those have been very great and, and very, very uh, beneficial. Uh, it's, it's really good to brainstorm on both the future of the business uh, as well as ways to improve current operations to provide a better service uh, to clients. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it's about the client. We do like to take a personalized approach uh, with each individual client, because the goal is to ensure that they not only learn the, these principles, but are able to adapt them in it and apply them. And that varies. The approach is going to vary from person to person. So brainstorming has really added a lot of value to expanding the approach and how to more effectively communicate this materials to in order to reach a broader background.
0: And when you're with these individual clients, how much time do you spend with them each week and how much time is needed before they complete the program? So the program is six months, 24
1: weeks, and consulting sessions are weekly, once a week. Uh, Typically they're scheduled for an hour. We usually go over, we usually go over the hour. I absolutely love this subject. And for me, that's that's a way of also adding value. It's a way of adding uh, more value uh, to the client. So we communicate at a minimum on a weekly basis. Um, now, some other clients, depending on the client and their personality type and how well uh, they're adapting and processing the information, uh, there may be a need for two sessions a week.
0: And I guess, like you said, everybody is different, so you kind of uh, engage with them on how you need to mm-hmm. to get them to the result of what this program offers. Absolutely. That's
1: that's the focus, is delivering results as opposed to just delivering the knowledge. And I'm speaking from personal experience there. it's It's very frustrating and time-consuming to gather a ton of information and not know what to do with it. How do I apply this to change my life? You know, once the once the adrenaline wears off, you've now gathered all of this information, but how do I put rubber to rope? How do I actually apply this to change some area of my life to achieve a goal? Or more importantly, first let's find out and and establish a goal so I can put these principles behind it. So ultimately that is the the number one goal, delivering results.
0: What is the easiest way for people to reach out to you to try to understand or get involved with this organization?
1: So those that are interested can visit the website, GradySmithConsulting.com, and under, our, under the uh, contacts page, uh, you'll find both a uh, direct phone number as well as an email address.
0: Now, you have kind of shied away from social media. Is there a reason
1: for that? Yes and no. I say yes simply because that's part of the imaging, part of the branding. I do pride myself on being exclusive as well as being able to properly provide a service without the distractions, if, if that makes sense, the distractions that come
0: along with social media. And there are a lot of distractions with social media. Absolutely. But it is a great marketing tool. Yes.
1: What do you think about that for marketing? I think. It has its place, and it does serve value.
0: But not for your business.
1: I think there's value there for Grady Smith, and I would like to strategically move into the online presence in a way that fits both the branding as well as the image.
0: In social media, it can be very challenging trying to give the right message online. So I understand it it can be very challenging. Yes. All right. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add to this interview? I'd like to say, Charles, thank you for for having me as a as a guest. I'm both honored and grateful. Well, I'm grateful for you. And, you know, our friendship's been developing now for some time. And I just think you're just such a great guy. And I love the whole concept uh, of your business. And I think, you know trying to get people to become better people of themselves, making themselves become a stronger uh, person for their own lives. Such a powerful thing to do. And I I think it's great. But I I love your messaging. And uh, I love this whole business format. So, But uh, I greatly appreciate you coming and talking with me and sharing your story. Thank you. All right. Well, there you have it. Dana Larkins, owner of Grady Smith Consulting. And thank you very much, Dana. If you want to enhance your experiences throughout the great state of Alabama, I urge you to seek out locally owned small businesses. They will certainly increase your happiness. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving it a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening.